When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're making an ad. Napping ad. This is where I think if we're doing it right, Alec Baldwin comes in. He says a couple things. Mm. He listens to the podcast every week. Has he been canceled? Was Alec Baldwin the one who killed somebody? I hear that Gary Sinise is free. Okay, great. He hasn't worked since 2020. (laughs) So um, what would be the script that we would have Gary Sinise say for the Napping Through Happy Hour podcast? Listen to this damn show. Damn it. The Napping Through Happy Hour podcast brought to you by Geekscape. Real life, real drama, real time. I'm Gary Sinise. That's the ad. That's the ad. That's the ad. We're making an ad. Napping ad. This is where I think if we're doing it right, Alec Baldwin comes in. He says a couple things. Mm -hmm. He listens to the podcast every week. Has he been canceled? Was Alec Baldwin the one who killed somebody? I hear that Gary Sinise is free. Okay, great. He hasn't worked since 2020. (laughs) So um, what would be the script that we would have Gary Sinise say for the Napping Through Happy Hour podcast? Listen to this damn show. Damn it. The Napping Through Happy Hour podcast brought to you by Geekscape. Real life, real drama, real time. I'm Gary Sinise. That's the ad. That's the ad. That's the ad. Hey, everybody. Uh, If you set back your memory banks to maybe about a year ago, we did an episode on a little delightful film called The Ice Cream Man. And our special guest on that episode was the bassist of one of my all-time favorite bands, Punchline, and I'm in Lancaster right now at the Chameleon Club about to see Punchline open up for Less Than Jake and Mess. And I figured, let me hit up Chris and see what Chris has been up to. Chris. How's it going? How you doing, man? I'm doing great. We just had some crepes, and uh, that was good. They were they were really good crepes. <laughs> highly highly recommend Rachel's. If you're in, in uh, Lancaster, check out Rachel's and get yourself a crepe. Yeah, there's some, you know, until I started coming out here to see your guys' shows because it was a more convenient drive from my work. I never realized how kind of hip Lancaster is I as know, a city. Man. This place is dope. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, it's really cool. I I feel like this is kind of a recent thing, but yeah, there's all kind of cool shops and uh, places to eat, and, and yeah, you're right. Uh, as far as places that we play, it's probably the hippest town <laughs> around. I, I mean, I, who would have thought? Yeah. Who thought, man? Because you got like the last time I came out here, you were playing in that like recording studio yep. slash venue that was awesome looking. Yep. The Kaleidoscope. Yeah. Chameleon Club's a great venue. Yep. You We went to that like vegan Thai food, Asian fusion place for yep. dinner last time. We got crepes this time. It's... Lancaster's off the hook. Yeah. Also off the hook is the fucking Less Than Jake cover song that you guys just dropped for Automatic. Hell yeah, thanks, man. I'm glad you like it. So I have a sneaking suspicion. I don't know how I know this. Call it intuition. But you've you've dropped two covers in a very short period of time. You did Found Out About You. True. You did Automatic. True. I've seen videos of you playing Linger by the Cranberries. True. 
Do we have a cover album in a, in the makings yeah, here? Yeah, yeah. Um, so we we're uh, doing um, in between albums. We're doing an EP uh, since it's 25 years since 1994, which which I know you know is a very iconic year for movies. Yeah, because that was Forrest Gump, Shawshank Redemption, Pulp Fiction. Uh, there's another one from that year that's like a real. Yeah, I just remember the Oscars one. was wild that year yeah. for Best Picture. Like yeah. it was insane. I'm trying to remember, but yeah. Great year for that, and it's a great year for music. For music especially, so we were like, okay, it's the 25-year anniversary of 1994, so we want to do some songs, uh, do an EP of songs, release them one at a time. We already released Jim Blossoms Found Out About You, which was nice because it coincided with our tour at the Jim Blossoms, which was great. Uh, we got to even play that song with Robin from the Gin Blossoms singing it with us during their VIP events a few times, so that was cool. Um, and yeah, uh, the next one we're going to release next month is The Cranberries Linger, uh, which I love that song and it's really fun to play. Put our own spin on it. Uh, Found Out About You is on, you know, everywhere you can listen to music. Yeah, I think it's on Sp- I know I've listened on Spotify a few times, the YouTube channel. Yeah, <laughs> Spotify, YouTube, Apple Music, blah, blah, blah. The, all, the, all, all the places you can hear music, uh, it's there. Um, and we have a couple other ones that we're keeping a little bit of a surprise, but we're going to release them maybe once at one every month and a half or two months or so to, to you know, ha- uh, keep uh, fresh while we're writing a new album and things like that. So I uh, didn't want to wait too long to be releasing music. Yeah, I think that's fair. Is it going to be only available in a digital format, or are you going to try to print um, some physical copies too? Kind of that the the physical thing with that with this EP that kind of the depends on if there's a demand for it. If, right. people, if people want the physical thing, then we'll do it. But for now... I know one person demanding it. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> you can put um, that tally mark next to the yeah. 150 that are fine with just streaming nice. it. Nice. <laughs> you know, over the course of our band, we haven't really done that many cover songs for a band that's been around for 20 plus years. I know that we did, back in the day, we did a Counting Crows Around Here cover. Um, we did a Get Up Kids, um, uh, the... Uh, first song on something right home about holiday, holiday. Yeah. yeah why couldn't I, I don't know why my mind went blank there but we did like an island version of holiday <laughs> i uh, love that version i, I thought I, it was cool man and <laughs> and uh and what's funny about that is um steve asked matt Pryor, who's the singer in the get up kids like did you hear our, our cover of holiday and he's like he was kind of like yeah <laughs> it was <laughs> that was interesting or something along something along uh, those lines of like uh yeah yeah I heard it. <laughs> it definitely it definitely was one of those covers where it's like you hear that Punchline is covering Holiday by Ghetto Kid Ghetto Kids Get Up <laughs> Get Up Kids. There's a million ways that that song would sound that runs through your head. None of them were the version. Yeah that you yeah put out. yeah. We did a very uh, island version, but <laughs> hey, you know what? If you if you're gonna do a different spin, I mean, if you want to hear it sound exactly like the original, you could just, just put on the record. Just put yeah. on the original. I know? think that that's so boring when bands yeah. just do like the note for note cover sometimes. Yeah. So we we're, we're trying to switch it up with all all these covers we're doing. Like the Lesson J cover, we did that. That's actually not part of the EP because that song is actually from 1996. Uh, but we knew once we found out we got the Lesson Jake tour, we're like, oh, we got to do a Lesson Jake cover. And it's kind of become our thing. Like when we find out we got a tour with a band, we're, and since we have the capabilities to record ourselves and produce ourselves these days, uh, we're just like, okay, let's cover. What's our favorite song by them? Let's yeah. cover it. So we did Automatic. I think and it's such a fun, like, little Easter egg for fans. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, I, I, I like to think, you know, 
I, you know, we talked to Les and Jake about our cover, and they liked it, and we talked to Gin Blossoms about it, and they, they liked our cover, too, so I kind of feel like, you know, if I was in a bigger band, and I took a band on tour, and they covered my song, I'd, I'd be pretty flattered, so yeah. I hope, I hope that the bands are flattered, and I hope that people like the covers. The, I mean, specifically with the automatic cover, the, the horns played on guitar just sounds so awesome. Like, it was such a nice little... That was, like, the part I was waiting for. I'm like, what do they nice. do with the horns? Yeah. How do they pull it off? And I was like, this is perfect. Nice. Perfect. Glad you liked it, man. The only thing it was missing was you needed the old dude, Harry J. Yeah, Reynolds. Yeah, yeah. We actually, we actually uh, did that and then forgot to put it in there. And I didn't even know. I don't know if, if Howie J. Reynolds is still around, and I didn't want to, like, insult his memory if he's, if he's not, because he was the old dude in 1996, so it's now 2019, so I, I don't know what the deal with that is. Uh so what else is, so when you were on the Ice Cream Man episode, yes. it was to promote the um, concert that you were going to be filming. True. Uh, and you did hit the goal. You're yes. welcome. Yes, thank you. Thank <laughs> Strictly you. because of the appearance on Horror Movie Night, I believe. Yeah, yes, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> Had nothing to do with all the years it was you guys all have been Ice Cream Man fans. All yeah. Ice Cream Man fans who got us there. I mean, there was that anonymous donation that could only have come from Clint Howard. Yes, true. Yeah. <laughs> but... Uh, how are things going with that? I know last time we talked, it's it's moving, but not at like the the fastest pace. But it's coming. It's uh, just editing now. All the all the content stuff is done, and basically, when we get home from this tour, which is in, we only have th- tonight and two more shows after tonight. I have a week blocked off where you know the people that we were working on it with got it to a certain point, but then it's like okay, we need to sit down in front of Final Cut and uh, really bring it home and i think that our goal is in the next few weeks here to have at least the rough cut done i don't know a lot about color correction myself so we're having other people do that kind of stuff a little bit of the technical stuff but as far as editing i've done a lot of editing in my life so uh we're trying to make it so that it's non-stop entertainment the entire time it is not a documentary yeah uh it is not like a you know at some point i would like to do something like that what what it is is pure entertainment the whole yeah, time it's not a concert video per se no nor is it a documentary but right. some weird yes the, combination of what you would expect in those but also something completely it, different it's a it's a mix of uh footage from the sh- the show which was you know, the main point of the thing, we, we filmed this show in Pittsburgh, uh, went all out on everything from lights to sound to camera crew to the people that traveled from all over the place to be part of it. And um, and so that is part, that is definitely part of it, but it's also got comedy and uh, things from tour and animation and everything. It's just a big, it's a special, it's a music yeah. special. And, uh, you know, we just want it to be, never want it to be dull at any point we want it to be like as if you're hanging out with us for and to capture a moment in time forever yeah and it was i've been to a lot of shows that was one of the if not the best experience just under that giant light dome and like you know having a whole crowd that was just singing along with those songs and like there are moments during that show where it was like you just felt something like it was like transcendent like the feeling that you were having. That's great. Just a great time. A really good time. That was, uh, thank you for, I mean, it was part of the perks of donating, but, you know, giving everybody who donated a ticket an opportunity to go, like that was such a cool experience. Thanks for coming out to that, by the way, Matt. And I, uh, you know, 
it seemed like everyone had a really good time. The next day we had we had a brunch line. Yeah. Uh, after you know, and a bunch of people who came the night before because so many people had come from out of town. Uh, so that was nice to hang out with everybody the next day too. I thought it was a really cool experience, and I'm I'm finding that as you know, of course I like playing shows, and of course I like touring, but it's nice to do things that are different than the norm, and and to try to um, leave leave the people that come with a feeling that this was this was something special or this was something different than just going to a show uh and you know we're always we're always thinking of things like that but this this i don't like i don't want to refer to this special as like being a weight on our shoulders but at this point it's it started to feel like that just because we um you know we filmed that that was a while ago that we was before it. lying came out. yeah because true. you had to send us yeah. Two or three songs to learn to learn <laughs> yeah. the lyrics to. Yeah. Um. But I mean that that introduced me to what I to this day consider the best song that you guys have ever done. And I've told you this a ton of times. But Green Hills, the, nice. the 2018 version of it, nice. is it's on a playlist that I have on Spotify called "Keep Your Head Up," where it's just like when my life is at its lowest, it's one of the songs that I have to go to to pick me back up. Nice man, thanks. I that that song. Uh, was actually it was on the album before. thrilled really? yeah it was on yeah. thrilled as like a very slow piano balladish type song uh you know and Steve and I Steve had that chorus uh the nothing's ever gonna work out quite the way you think that it's gonna work out uh and we had made a little demo on this like out of tune piano in my office and then um you know I I had sent him uh you know, verse, lyrics, and melodies, and kind of just had in mind, um, you know, I had a cousin who passed away, like, 30 years old, uh, who I grew up with, he was like a neighbor of mine, and just, you know, a lot of that was just, those verses are just memories of, uh, you know, hanging out with him at yeah. my old house and stuff, so, you know, I, I thought that, uh, you know, it had an uplifting message in the end, but, you know, dealt with some sad things. Well, that's what I mean, them. it's, it's, but it's that, I know that I've had so many points where in my brain I just keep thinking it's going to be different than you ever could have imagined. Yeah, yeah. And it's there's so much hopefulness in the way that it's sang. Yeah. It could be sung in a way where it's just like nothing's going to work out the way that you want it to. But it's like, no, sometimes the most shocking twists and turns are the best True. thing. Absolutely. And right. I think that that's what separated you guys from a lot of those emo bands, those emo pop punk bands that were coming out at the same time as you is – there was always so much more hopefulness in Punchline than a lot of the other bands. I appreciate that, man. You know, that's that's crazy that you say that. Um, one thing that I, I always liked is I'm I'm a huge Bjork fan. Yeah. And I like it's funny, like you should see my collection of like of her stuff. Just because I, 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 I like her so much. One thing that always sticks out in my mind is from an interview with her, and I don't remember exactly how she said it. I could probably find it somewhere on YouTube or something, but uh, where she said that she like an important thing for her when she's writing songs is to always leave people with a sense of hope and how she doesn't like songs that that uh you know don't there, there's no light at the end of the tunnel in this song it's just a song of pure like uh wallowing she doesn't yeah. she doesn't like that but not saying you can't have you know i love plenty of sad songs and i and and she has plenty of sad songs and we have plenty of sad songs but i i do like what you're saying i think it's always important to have that sense of hope somewhere in yeah. the song and and you know because it 
it, it's helped me. Music's helped me that way. I'm sure it's helped you that way. Yeah. And I think that's important. You know? I, I always say that I think it's right around Just Say Yes where I feel like that shift really happened. Because 37 Everywhere just feels like a very angry album. Mm-hmm. It feels like an angry album. And then you followed up with Just Say Yes and it's got like these pa- piano-driven songs and and there's just like a lot more hopefulness. Even though there's still a little bit of like a, a bitterness in the lyrics, the music starts to feel a little bit more. Right. And then I just think that it continued that down that road from that point. Yeah. We kind of are all over the place. You are. all these albums. And there's <laughs> a, a lot of Punchline albums and a lot of them are different, kind of went down different paths, I guess. But I don't know. It's always us. It's always what who, who we are and, uh, you know. I don't know. You it shows and things. I, I like talking to you because you you know it seems you know our full catalog, and I like <laughs> that you I like that you I can have an in depth conversation with you. But there are certain people you know that that will come and they they want to hear the one album of ours that they know. Play when, action, yeah, please. Yeah, we, we get that. We get thirty seven everywhere was another one that like we did a lot of. So I get it. We did a lot of touring on that, and so people want to hear that. But it's like, oh, we've had six or seven albums since then. I mean, you know? if it makes you feel any better, though, you have to think that, like, no matter how many hit albums that they have, Green Day probably has some assholes who just want to hear Dookie. True. You yeah, know what I mean, like, True. It, you yeah. can't you can't take it I'm, too much to heart. Yeah, it's, I'm flattered that people. I'm flattered that if if you if people know one song of ours, I don't care what album it's from. I'm flattered that people would know any of our music. So that's cool. I'm not complaining. It's you know, it's hard on the tour like this. You know, we're second of four bands on this tour. We have a half-hour set. So how do you, you know, we have 10-plus albums. How do you narrow that down into seven songs that you could fit in a half-hour set? It's And tough. you're always going to leave someone upset that they yeah. didn't hear their favorite song. It's it's just a guarantee. Yeah. So, like, you just have to do what's best for you. You That's, know what I mean? But we, we, we come out on this tour and we're like, okay, well, we're going to approach this. What do we think? We did throw an old one in there, but like other than that, we're like, what do we think are our best songs, and what songs do we play are, are going to? You know, we we did change our set between the last tour was Gin Blossoms, so you know we kind of had to think like, okay, people like Gin Blossoms of our songs, not that we want to necessarily so what's the most Gin Blossom friendly. Song? I guess I you guess can't go up there doing Ghosty yeah, and like Flashlight. True. true. Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So we thought like so that gave us an opportunity to play some like more ballady type songs and it went over real well with their crowd and uh and now in Justin Jake it's like okay it's our chance to play some more punk stuff yeah. which is cool because you know that's that's who we are and uh you know no matter what even if we're changing the set list it's not like we're I, I would like to think no matter what we tour, no matter what tour we're doing, we go up there and play what we think are our best songs. But yeah, it's nice. You can tailor, you can tailor yeah. it. I mean, it doesn't benefit you guys to only play songs that came out pre-2000 if you're yeah. trying to sell Lion. Right, right I mean, true. like, you need to have some new stuff and honestly, to off. Honestly, Lion is not, you know, if you liked us in the mid-2000s or something, Lion is still, it's still like a punk yeah, influenced album. It's not like that. Yeah, there might be a, a song here and there that's that's a, a little different. But in general, when you listen to a song like "Friend from the Future" or uh, you know um, "Sensory Overload" or something, they're 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 punk rock songs. I mean, "Friend from the Future" is a perfect one for. Uh, we're talking 
as if the people listening know our music. <laughs> Maybe check it out. Hey, but check the, out. A, go yeah. to Spotify. Listen to any of the songs we're talking about. We're yeah. gonna get some. We're getting in deep here. Yeah, but 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 friend for the future. <laughs> it's actually like slightly ska influenced songs. So yeah. that one works great on a lesson Jake tour. Well, and it's. I mean, it's not like. We'll we'll take thrilled off the table, okay? Because thrilled definitely was you guys playing around with a whole different sound, yeah. But beyond that album, you guys have never really you've matured, but you've never like completely strayed away from the roots. No, not at all. I mean, that's but I I, I do think it's cool that we can go from a spill canvas tour to a Jim Blossom tour to a less than Jake tour, yeah, and, and like fit in with every one of those crowds. I, I think that's cool. I don't know if that's you know, sometimes I wonder: is that is that a? I know it's a good thing, but yeah. but if any, if sometimes I wonder, like, is that not good that we don't uh, just commit to one style? Like, I don't I don't think that's a problem. I hope that people don't think that's a problem. No, I think that that's that's just a playing what you like and True. being smart about it. True. You know what I mean? Uh, so let's wrap this up with one question. Okay, and I'm very curious to hear your answer of this. What do you think? We're talking about how people want to hear action. They want to hear 37 everywhere at these shows all the time. What, in your opinion, is, like, the most slept-on punchline song? Like, the song that you absolutely love and you kind of feel like, man, no one no one clung to this one the way that I hoped that they would because I love it so much. Um, there, I mean, there, there is actually a... A couple that I'm like, man, we, you know, when we recorded them, we're like, oh, man, I hope people like this one. It's fun to play. Uh, one of them for me is from Just Say Yes called Maybe I'm Wrong. I it's, love that. That like is that a great song. I mean, yeah. I, Just Say Yes, I've told you, is my number one. Nice. You guys. I love that record. Nice, man. Yeah, that one, I, I always thought that was just like had a good feeling, uh, put you in a, a cool place. And actually, a cool thing about that song, though, even though it's not like a fan favorite or whatever, that... Last football season on NBC during a Steelers game, they played that, like, go to the commercial <laughs> break. They played the remix of it, which was really weird, but they played it, like, showing a big shot of Pittsburgh. Whoever, whoever does NBC Sports, whatever city it's in, like, when, when they when they do, like, an Eagles game, they'll yeah. play starting line going to the things. When they when it's in Pittsburgh, they play punchline, or they play, like, other Pittsburgh bands. It's crazy. Like, whoever runs that knows what, like punk bands are from that. I, there was a Jaguars game. They played yellow card. Like yeah. somehow they know it's they someone, it, pop punk, it's, someone who, loves pop punk. Yeah. Whoever, yeah. Whoever is running those NBC Sunday night games knows our like world and it's crazy. Uh, but yeah, maybe I'm wrong. The, and also from just say yes, cast away, which is the last song on that album. I think that's one of our, that's best like songs. one of my top five for you guys. Nice. Yeah. I, that's one of my, my favorites, which People ask for it every now and again, but... Uh, and I like yeah. that you put the slow version, because I've heard the rock and roll version yeah, on your yeah. B-sides, and it's it's all right, but that, yeah. those lyrics are perfect for yeah. what ended up the, on that the, record. Yeah, the punk version, it was just something we did for fun. Okay, yeah. so that wasn't... The, I was no, never sure no. if that was the original version, and then no. someone was like, hey, we should probably slow this down. No, no, <laughs> no. Uh, the, the only other one I, w- I would add to that is there, there's a song on our album, Delightfully Pleased, called The Reinventor, which is the second song, and it's just... As a bassist and and locking in with a drummer playing a really cool beat, it's just so fun to play. It was actually on our set list for this tour, but we had to cut it because of time. But uh, yeah, that's I. You asked for one, and I I said three. That's perfect. Sorry Go listen to all three of those. Um, you mentioned the remix when we when I went to the show in Pittsburgh. You had those remix albums. Mm-hmm. Whose idea was that? 
Um, we had done years ago, uh, I mean, back when our album Action was out, which is like 2004. Um, uh, oh, it was uh, the band Gym Class Heroes. Okay. Uh, they hired this guy, I think he's from Chicago, I don't even know what the guy's name was, to do remixes of a bunch of Fueled by Ramen band songs. And then when their album came out, they had like this bonus disc with it. That had like remixes of like there was, like the a, artists, yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, but they did a remix of Heart Transplant. It was really cool. It was really crazy. Um, but that was like the first taste we had of like someone remixing our songs. We're like, damn, that was cool. So we had our, our like two different friends from back home, John O'Halloran, who's from he has a project called Chalk Dinosaur. Dude is sick. He's awesome. And and our friend Harrison Wargo, who has a project called Bad Boxes. Uh, those two dudes both did remixes for us. John did a, most of it, and uh, Harrison did the 21 Forever remix on that album. But I don't know. It's just cool because, like, it's just a different way to experience the same songs in, like, a, a dancey sort of way. I yeah. actually think Coyotes works even better as, like, the remix nice. dance song. It was so, oh, yeah. like, I li- I always liked that song. But I remember the first time I listened to that CD, I'm like, oh, this yeah. is how this song yeah. should sound. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, I can, you know, it's weird to say that you like your, well, first of all, <laughs> I keep interrupting myself, but it's weird to not like your own, you have yeah. to like your own music or else why are you doing yeah, it? Yeah, why are you doing it? But it's, it sounds pretty cocky to be like, oh, I love our music, but. Listen, I listen to my own podcast and talk okay, about how great good. it is all the time. Good, so. good, you should. Um, but. The thing with the remixes is that I can be like, oh, this is awesome because <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, re- I didn't remix these. Someone else did this, and uh, but yeah, I, I really like that. That thing did not really catch on at all. That remix album. I mean, it's out there. It's. I think it's really cool. Uh, I still like it. Yeah, um, I put it on every once in a while. Nice. It's a good driving mix. Nice. Hell uh, yeah. So where can people go to check out Punchline, and where are the last two shows? Because I'm going to probably post this up tonight or nice. first thing tomorrow morning. Um. So it's easy. Punchline is everywhere you listen to music, but if you want an easy way to check out everything, punchlion.com. Okay. Punchlion.com has everything, links to everything ever. But, of course, you can go on Spotify and find us, Apple Music and find us, YouTube, which, dude, it's crazy. You, did you know YouTube is the number one place that For people, people to stream, stream music? I just saw that. That's it's crazy. Insane. 50% of music is streamed on YouTube. It's not even, that's not what it's meant for, <laughs> but <laughs> it's free, I guess, and it's like, okay, I mean, a lot of times you can get a video to go along with it. But, yeah, we're everywhere you can listen to music. Uh so tonight we're in Lancaster to Chameleon. Last two shows of this tour are tomorrow is in Virginia Beach at Peabody's. And then the final show of this tour is on Easter Sunday coming up at uh, Amos South End in Charlotte, North Carolina. All right. So I know that there's a few of you out there in Virginia and North Carolina that listen. If you're hearing this in time. So Saturday and Easter Sunday, yes. go check out the show. It's worth it. Hell and yeah, it's a punk rock show. It's not expensive at all to go to these shows. Go and support a good dude. Support a great band. And you can see Less Than Jake, too. You can see Less Than Jake and Mest. Yeah. I forgot Mest And Kali Masi, the opening band on this tour, yeah. is awesome. I'm excited. They're yeah. the only one I wasn't aware of beforehand, yeah, so let awesome. me see how they are. They're great. I trust you. Yeah, you should, because they're great. All right, thank them. you so much, Chris. Thank you, man. We're making an ad. Napping an ad. This is where I think if we're doing it right, Alec Baldwin comes in. He says a couple things. Mm. He listens to the podcast every week. 
Has he been canceled? Was Alec Baldwin the one who killed somebody? I hear that Gary Sinise is free. Oh, okay, great. He hasn't worked since 2020. <laughs> so, um, what would be the script that we would have Gary Sinise say for the Napping Through Happy Hour podcast? Listen to this damn show. Damn it. The it- Napping Through Happy Hour podcast brought to you by Geekscape. Real life, real drama, real time. I'm Gary Sinise. That's the ad. That's the ad. That's the ad. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.